0: I'm your host Dr. Ned Hoke, a veteran in natural methods healthcare. Speaking with you today from Sonoma Valley, California, for an hour of health topic digestion and discussion. Please stay with us. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Speaking of of things, guess who's with us today? Peter Fairfield, Dr. Peter Fairfield, the famous has rejoined us in Sonoma. And let's get a microphone for you. Let's see what microphone you're on. Let's see. Are you this one? Hi, Ned. How are you? Great. Great. Yeah, it looks like that's a good one. So Peter has is come back to us. He's been all over the world and seen a lot of things. And he's got a lot to share with our listeners as well as our local community. But he's, he's We've, I don't even remember where I met Peter, but it was 40 years ago or w- something. It was when I was
1: doing the acupuncture school.
0: Right, right. That, what year was that? Uh, 80, 83. Right, right, right. Long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Long time ago. Well, since then, he's done a lot of other things. And now he's specializing, and he's calling it transformative and psychiatric issues. He has a... a uh, is he calls it uh, O M psychiatry, Oriental medicine? I guess that's what the O M part, but it's also the O M part, of course, it's a
1: s- s- spiritual balance, a spiritual, spiritual balance, kind yeah. of thing,
0: right? And so these are, you know, working with um, habitual, uh, tr- emotional, and traumatic and mm-hmm. karmic patterns and and creative blocks.
1: So, anyway, what what brought you back to Sonoma, Peter? You know, Ned, I've been gone for twenty eight years, right, and. Um, I've always felt this I've been all over the world I've lived in Asia and europe and all around the United States and I've always thought that Sonoma was one of the nicest little towns in the world mm-hmm. and um i I spent the last i was in Marin for a long time and I traveled the world for a year I was in uh, uh Arizona, which they were kind of like Trump and carried guns It wasn't a good good vibe for me oh. and I was in Santa Fe, which I loved mm-hmm. Santa Fe's great mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I was in Hawaii all summer working on a book. But mm-hmm. my son lives in Marin, and I wanted ah, to come back to this area. And uh-huh. When I thought about where to live, it was always Sonoma. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so the universe provided me with this great house just off the square that I work and practice in. And Right. Um, it's just been so nice to be back here.
0: And you've been here how long now? I came in November. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you now you probably started pretty feel pretty settled in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. That's great. So, uh, for our listeners who, of course, maybe didn't know you before, um, tell us how you
1: mm-hmm. got started in Oriental medicine. How did that come about? Well, I was always interested in spiritual things. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be a monk and a doctor. Ah, uh, <clears throat> you got to do both. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did, yeah. Yeah. And so um, when I when I grew up, I, I lived in some spiritual communities when I was much younger, and. Mm-hmm. I realized when I looked into it that um, Oriental medicine had a component that understood the spiritual underpinnings of, uh, of of disease, and I've always one of the themes I've always looked at is what's the benefit, uh, you know, the, the benefit of illness and the wisdom of disease. The Tibetans actually have a whole uh, style. Of, uh, th- th- there's two um, lineages in Tibetan medicine. One of them is called the Utah tradition, and it's it's about. Um, looking at the spiritual meaning behind disease. Uh-huh. And I, I've worked for many years. I was the acupuncturist at Esalen. i right. worked all over the world. And w- really working on a, the emotional component and how that traps energy and creates patterns. And now we call it stress and trauma. But that, that's always been my interest whenever I, I, I worked on people for mm-hmm. 43 or four years now. Right,
0: right. Okay. So, okay, so then... and. We were quite similar in that way, actually. I mean yeah. Part part of what acupuncture drew me was the storyline that it offered was an energetic. Because I I also was an Esalen uh, practitioner, yeah. and I learned there how substantial the the emotional blocks and uh, and the uh, and the way we manage our emotions uh, somatically and so on. Was was very germane to how we lived our lives and how much satisfaction and, and well being we had. So, uh, Oriental medicine for me was a description, just exactly of what you just said. It was a was a way of a way of thinking about and understanding the, the movement of all that. So, but you've done more specialization in that than kind of a lot of acupuncturists. So you you've really given so much attention to the emotional side of things. So has there been any kind of bodywork
1: component to your work as well in terms of besides well, I started out before before and as I was learning acupuncture, I was a body worker, oh, I see okay, first time I ever put somebody's my hands on somebody they started to cry uh-huh, right at first, I thought it was my breath, but then no, it was some sort of energy in me that elicited that in people right right and think that was uh, I was working with El Drucker at a Haridas Baba retreat in seventy two or something I'll be there. and uh, so um. It's always been what came out of me and threw me in the response of people that I, that I worked with, mm-hmm. and then I, from eighty five to uh, eighty nine, full time, and then beyond that, I had a clinic in Nepal in a Tibetan town, right. and I got to treat many uh, Tibetan lamas and very high people, and I. Using pulse diagnosis, I was able to see the effect of the practices. Mm, I mm. also did the same thing in China and India. Mm. And so not only did I get a, 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 a foundation in Oriental medical uh, emotional and, and, and traumatic and spiritual physiology, I really got to see it from the Tibetan, Hindu, uh, uh, and also from the Suvi tradition. Mm. And because there's a physiology to the emotions, there's a ph- physiology to transformation. Mm. There's a physiology to when we feel good and when we feel connected, when we dissolve the ego and become divine. And so it's attainable and it's workable. And, and so that's that's been my interest. hmm hmm So...
0: I guess I always wanted to ask you: How did it go in list? You know, in other words, there you are in Nepal, say, and you've got a clinic there. How? How did? I guess I'm trying to put myself in your. How did I get there? Well, not how did you get there. I can imagine the getting on the plane, but I, I wondered how did you? I guess how did the intersection of your being there. Result in you're doing uh, you know healing work. Did you did you tell us a little story about that? How how did you you know there you, you show up in Nepal? I don't know if you you went there knowing that you were going to set up a clinic. Well, or?
1: I, I wherever I am, I have a clinic. Okay, okay. Where, wherever I am, I, I'm all, people are always coming. Actually, I was here mm-hmm. in, in 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 1984. Right. I I had a practice here. I was over on First Street uh, East. Right. And um, I remember. Uh, And I started, and I had a you know great house, beautiful girlfriend, wonderful dog. I had things of the material world that looked good, but I felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. And so I started to make prayers, and um, I decided that I wanted to have a spiritual journey. I wanted to expand who I was and what I was and Mm -hmm. how I saw the world. I wanted to step out of the box a bit. So I just through some friends, I set up the, uh, 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 the probability of of teaching English at the Shanghai Academy in, in, in China, and, ah. then, and then studying. Uh-huh. So I went down to Monterey for the summer. I was studying Chinese. Mm-hmm. And I started to feel a doubt that where I would go would get me to a spiritual quest, and, mm-hmm. and a voice said, keep going. Mm-hmm. And I started to make prayers just to take me to the place. And one day after school, I came home. I was meditating, and a face appeared to me. And to shorten the story, I ended up in Taiwan about six weeks later, and I met two lamas who had a picture of that face. Mm. And then they took me to Nepal to meet him, and that ah, was that uh-huh. was my main spiritual teacher, Dab Rinpoché. And because of that, I became part of the spiritual sangha in the town. Oh, then, then
0: that 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 explains how that yeah. all that all, all that the, would work. Yeah,
1: the, they were at the time I think twenty five monasteries in the town. Most of the high nyingma lamas came there during the year. Mm-hmm. So, right, I became part of a community, and I started to treat many of the high lamas and. You know, it's it just the universe took me there. Right. Right. Okay. The,
0: okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I can't imagine just walking off a plane somewhere and being in Kathmandu and then sort of, you know, putting a shingle out and starting to do work. I mean, that somehow but, that. But that's, everywhere I go, that happens.
1: Yeah. Right. I, I'm right. a gregarious person. I talk to everybody, and right. Usually within a day, somebody'll, I'll go. Oh, your back hurts. Well, you know, let me help you. <laughs> right.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: And you have a child, you have a: a son. I have a wonderful son. His name is Namkai, which is actually a Tibetan name. Uh-huh. We got pregnant at the, the Karmapas uh, monastery in, uh, in uh, Tibet, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, not on the altar or anything, but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> And so he's just amazing boy, He's kind of a golden boy. He's a, actually a software engineer now uh-huh. And uh, he's just he's a wonderful being, and so I, I wanted to live near enough with him so we could. Sure. Regular part of each other's life. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: And and he lives here in Marin County, or he
1: he lives down in San Rafael. Yeah. San Rafael. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. Good. Well, that's that's a good reason to come back too. I mean, well, it was the main
1: reason. But I felt it too. You know, I loved Santa Fe and of course loved Hawaii, but I I, I felt like I had more roots here. Right. Right. Well, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no question about it. I I have people that even remember me for thirty years ago. Right. Said, yeah. Oh, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I knew that that town would just, when I, as soon as I knew you were here, I thought, well, that's, that's going to just open up. I, I'm
1: almost busy already. I mean, yeah. it's been three months, and uh, right. it's been very, very lucky and very yeah. appreciative. And good, 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 good. So tell us about your book. What's the new book about well, let me preface to say my first book, which was called Deep Happy, okay, and it, it's about finding the place inside you that's already happy, and then mm-hmm. communicating to the universe from yes. there.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: but I, I'm just feeling that people aren't reading self-help books very much anymore. Aha, uh-huh. okay. So my new book is a, is a thriller and kind of a mystery where the main character is a reincarnated Tibetan Lama. Okay. And his his father was a CIA officer, CIA officer who met his mother in the '90s in Tibet. He was the first one in and. They had a powerful connection, and he had to leave because of the Chinese, and she had this kid, and her her relatives, which are high lamas and doctors, were were, were horrified that she got pregnant from a Westerner, but then they did his astrology, and they found that he was a remarkable being. Mm. So the story is about his 22 years of training in, in, in the most advanced medical and spiritual techniques, and then... He leaves and he works with his dad for eight years and then he gets blown apart because it's too far away and then he goes and drinks in Brazil for two years and one, one day he wakes up and says... I I can't do this anymore I've I've got to connect myself and he goes downstairs this bar he's been living and all of a sudden a gun battle flies in and and it turns out that the guy that they're chasing is his old partner who tells him about this evil corporation and you know the whole book takes off from there so we have you know psychic attacks and all all kinds of things it's you know it takes place all over the world and it's exciting I'm just finishing up the final edit probably should be done next week.
0: S- soon to be a major motion picture.
1: Well, everybody says that, but everybody says that about all the cool books. But it, it's going to be an amazing story. Good, good. Well, let's let's hope that it's a soon to be a, a major <laughs> yeah. motion picture. Just, yeah,
0: just for the just if, if nothing else
1: for the TV fun series of it. series, motion picture, T-shirts, hats. You know, it'll go. You're right, you're right, you're
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Great, great. So, what here in Sonoma do you feel that that what is missing here? What what do you think we need more of? And what and how how would you characterize? You have been here only a few couple of months, but you're but you have a feeling for things and do you have a sense of what might be improved? I mean, maybe help our listeners share with our listeners what you as you look out at You
1: know, the, I'm, I'm not, you know, I I could say, well, you know, Marin more fun and San Francisco's more edgy and Berkeley's more this and that. Right. But Sonoma is a very I think Sonoma has a deep spiritual foundation. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's happy here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, so, so there may not be the the suffering and the angst of some of these other places that pushes you to find a problem. Mm. But I, but I think that's a good thing because we can drop into a safe self, an open self. There's a lot of community camaraderie here. Uh-huh. I take my dog on the on the Sonoma walking path every day and. I meet people and talk to people every day. People are generally happy here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is to say there's no problem. And you could say, well, the problem with that is you're not challenged, but the other thing is you drop into your real self, and you're, you're less inclined to prove yourself or look for love or, or overcome your trauma. You're inclined more and more to drop into who you really are. Mm. And, and that, that, I think that's that's the essential thing. And a lot of our diseases, or especially we have things that replicate or are chronic, it means that there's a part of us that's stuck inside, that can't quite release or can't quite open or can't quite find resolution. And that's a lot of the work I do with people. You know, the, 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 there's a real intelligence. You know, we're, we're taught in the West that diseases are problems. We have to fight against them. But, you know, I was talking about the gallbladder. Take the gallbladder, for instance. You know, it, it's, a, it's a hollow organ. We have solid hollow organs. And all your other hollow organs in the body have, have impure stuff, you know, like poop, and pee, and you know, stuff like that. But, but the gallbladder has a pure bile which is a beautiful turquoise color before it oxidizes. So the body uses it for balance. You know, like it, it checks the balance of the gallbladder and then it it balances. It checks the energy of whatever we're thinking about and it compares them. Mm. So if we're fixated on an unbalanced life or imbalanced choices or we're, 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 we're habituated to that, we learn that, what happens is the gallbladder puts in stones and gravel to calibrate it to the level of unclarity that we're used to seeing. Mm. So actually when we pass a stone, it's a sign of healing. And so when, as, as we begin to say Give medicine or herbs or acupuncture or whatever To clear out the gallbladder Also a person needs to be reminded that Their view of the world is changing They're dropping to a deeper reality And so many diseases and things that are problematic Are actually the result of not understanding What the body's trying to accomplish The innate wisdom that the body holds mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well of course um, the, that whole sense of the of the the real beauty potential, you might call it in terms of what the in other words, at, at our age, um, we might think that the body is you know, kind of a failure because we've got things that are not going as well as they once did and so on. And yet what I think you're saying in a way is is that there's throughout the course of our lives, we have the opportunity to in, in, continue to aspire to, higher and greater beauty including our body and as part of the package of all that and uh so we can we can make space and and have have compassion for sickness old age and death if you know yeah. you know and and of course that's part of our challenge is as we get at this time of life i mean as i was telling some res- some of my relatives recently we're in the dying years this is kind of this is when we're we better be ready for that because that's right
1: Close, close by. Well, I, I want to say something about that, but first, I'm really thankful that my vision is declining at, at, at the level of my visual appearance. Oh, good. So when I look in the mirror, it still looks good. Ah, great, great. <laughs> but,
0: you know... We need, we need to take a break, Peter. Oh, sure. So, so we're talking to Peter Fairfield. He's just back into town now for a couple of months. He's an old, old Sonoma person who's really in love with our town, and just as many of our listeners here are in love with our town, and, and so... Uh, it's, it's nice to have Peter back with us, and, and to, he'll be able because he's a wonderful
1: storyteller. Excuse me, and, and we can take calls if anybody has a question. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah, I, we can.
1: I, yeah. I'm also a medical intuitive, so we can right. talk about stuff like that on the phone.
0: Absolutely, we can. Our call in number seven zero seven nine three three nine one three three. Stay tuned. We'll be back with you in just a moment. The results are in from our KSVY Donate in the Name of Your Favorite Show Contest. The show winners are the Dance Diva, Beth Hadley, and the Sunny Afternoon Show with Tyler Malone. Thanks to all of you who voted by donating to KSVY. But don't let the fact that the contest is over keep you from supporting the Voice of the Valley. Just go to ksvy.org and click on the Donate button. We'll be glad you did. You're listening to KSVY, your voice of the valley. This KSVY weather report is brought to you by
2: SonomaFun.com. That's where you'll find Savvy Sonoma Valley, monthly digital guide to all that's happening in the valley of the moon. That's Savvy
0: Sonoma Valley at SonomaFun.com.
2: Man, it sure has been a beautiful week of weather, hasn't it? It's Thursday, the 27th of February, 2020. And we got more of the same today. Lots of fair weather, clear skies, warm temperatures. The high today 76 with a light east-northeast wind. Some clouds tonight, low 44. Partly sunny on Friday with the high near 74. And then some clouds Friday night, low 44. But the weekends looking pretty nice. A little cooler temperatures, the high in the middle 60s. And don't forget our party at The Real and Brand this Saturday... A KSVY Leap Year Fundraiser.
0: Welcome back to Health Matter, uh, sharing the hour with Peter Fairfield. And we've got a call. Welcome, caller.
2: Um, actually, I wasn't trying to be on the air. I just wanted to ask a question. Um, I just heard a little blip because I was in my car. Okay. And. Okay. Curious who the person talking was who said he was a medical intuitive because I wanted to be able to contact him.
1: Well, there we are. here. He's right here. Hi, I'm, I'm Peter Fairfield. Is it okay <laughs> to give my number? Sure. Um, my number is 415 377 0862. And you can also go to my website, which is One Infinite Heart. That's O N E, Infinite com. But Peter Fairfield, okay, you can sure. also Google me or Facebook me. I, I got lots of stuff out there.
2: Okay, great. So are you in, in Sonoma County
1: or I'm I'm in the town of Sonoma.
2: Oh that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much.
1: And what's your name, Sweetie? It's Willow. Willow. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay, Willow, thank you for your call.
0: Anything else?
2: Okay. Um, that's it. Okay, thank thanks.
0: Bye bye. Well, how about that? See, that's 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 what we'd like to hear. You know, they're just calling in, calling right in. Well, so, Peter, um, we've got uh, in a, in about eight minutes. We, we're going to be joined by a, a Kabbalist teacher, and maybe you might want to share with our listeners a little bit. Give us a little touch on what your feeling about the Kabbalah is, and what 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 part of that world
1: that you have some contact with or some sense about. You know, I probably have least uh, experience w- w- with the Kabbalah as okay. most of the systems. I I do see that all of the spiritual. Teachings are really just a language that takes certain cultural viewpoints and brings it into the infinite. Um, people have been asking me, I, I, I live very close to um, present time. I, I, I trust the universe as being a conscious place. Uh-huh. I trust that if we're not too controlling and we're open, the universe will put things right in front of us. It, it will show us exactly what our next step is. Mm. It will bring the right things to us. We just have to understand w- what the path is. We can't take things seriously, personally, let me say that. Mm. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and to, to be happy, I think we really need to realize that even people that screw with us and screw us over, it's their, it's their wounds, not ours. And so if we, don't things take, if we don't take things personally, and we become curious about what the, the universe is putting out in front of us, Mm. it takes so much of the pressure and worry of living off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know like we you know I, I guess i can be political here i think many of us yeah. are not very excited about our president actually we are excited but in more of a hysterical and <laughs> outraged and uh, astounded way uh, but you know you have to think w- w- what's happening i think he's polarized people into waking up yes. you know i think we were all asleep with hillary you know i mean she's a nice lady i think probably better than the the russian prs supported her but we were all in Lala Land. Well, nobody's in Lala Land anymore with this guy in the, in the White House. I mean, it really is, I think, quite similar to what was happening in Germany in mm-hmm. the, in the late '30s. Mm-hmm. So, what's happening? We're we're not getting very interesting candidates that, that are very different. I do think that who's ever nominated will get a big boost from the anybody but but Trump vote. Right. But but if if we step back and and think about what's the benefit of Trump, mm-hmm. I mean, initially we could think, well, not much. But it's woken us up. It's, it's taken us from our slumber. It's taken us from our assumption that things are okay, that, that 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 we are in charge, and we can make decisions, and we can put energy out. Our life is like that. Diseases are like that. Relationships are like that. Our work is like that. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: All right. So that was an answer to my Kabbalah question, which is? <laughs> it, it's, which is Another it, map. Another map. Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so Elu Jane is, will be our guest in just a few minutes, assuming all things come together that way um, and he is a very uh, elaborated uh, Kabbalah teacher and so for our listeners who have some questions we didn't actually I'm sorry to say that I didn't sometimes I, I put out a pre-announcement kind of blast uh, letting people know what's on the show coming up and list I didn't do it for this one so I don't know how many of the the would-be Kabbalist listeners were going to be able to just manage to tune in. But anyway, so our, our be, get ready for, but if you, any of our list, current listeners are, before we this guy arrives, if anybody has any questions of, of that kind of an individual, please get your questions maybe written down or your thoughts about it, and, and maybe then when he comes, we, you'll be ready for that. And our, again, our call-in number is 933-9133, and we'll take more calls now for our Current guest Peter Fairfield, the medical intuitive, and the the uh, the gentleman who's uh, just brand brand new back in town, and uh, he, we've had some fun talking about some of his past. So let's look out ahead, Peter. What what do you see for yourself in terms of? Uh, uh, the future in terms of being here in town?
1: Are you here kind of permanently? I, I, th- I can't imagine leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you never know, but I, I'm here for a while, for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. years okay. And uh, I will be teaching a class next month. Oh, good. Uh, I have a whole system of, of healing. I do, I've taught meditation at Qigong for over 40 years, and uh-huh. this is a process where I'll show people how to go in and just like I would do acupuncture on someone, I showed them how to heal themselves and connect all the parts in uh-huh. a very easy and powerful way. Uh-huh. Opens them up emotionally and spiritually. Uh-huh. And uh, th- th- that'll be in Sonoma, just off the square. Okay. And at, your
0: pl- at your place there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Right.
1: And um, then I'll, I'll be teaching internationally a seminar on OM psychiatry. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to be teaching in Taiwan next month, but because of the, the coronavirus, which I want to speak about. Yes, please. Um, is, uh, so I passed that. You know, th- there are a number of things that are important to know about this virus. The first thing is don't get freaked out. hmm only a small percentage of the people are really succumbing to it, I and mean, there's still a lot of people. But if you're healthy, happy, you eat pretty clean food, you drink a lot of water, th- there's a wonderful herb that we're just discovering. It's called Cistus incanus, C-I-S-T-U-S-I-N-C-I-N-U-S, Cistus incanus. It's a very simple herb from Sardinia all the way to to Turkey. It's from the northeast Mediterranean. And the thing about that is it's antiviral, very powerful, anti- antibacterial, and antifungal. The thing that makes it so unusual, it dissolves the biofilm around these things. Mm. And so that's the problem. Most of your antiviral, there are many antivirals that are that are very good, like uh, olive leaf extract or oregano, uh, those kinds of things. But Cystis and Canis, uh, it's just a simple herb. It's very inexpensive on Amazon, although I think it will probably triple soon because of the uh, of the antiviral needs. It dissolves the protective layer that viruses and bacteria and moles even, even, even give. So it's good for herpes, good for any kind of viral elements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also important that we drink a lot of water and particularly wash your hands. Mm-hmm. and Don't touch your face. Uh, you can get a hand cleanser to just wash your face and, and just live a good life. If you're angry, be angry. If you're sad, be sad. Be careful not to eat too much sluggy food and get some exercise, fresh air and sleep. And the chances are you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the main thing th- th- to remember. Okay, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. A lot of people that are dying are older people that, 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 that are unhealthy on, on a lot of prescription meds. And uh, Oh, that's another thing I wanted to say. Prescription meds are a problem. Like, for instance, the, there are over 600 medications in the United States, either over or behind the counter, prescription or over the counter, that contain acetaminophen, or which is what's in Tylenol. And uh, 62 million people take some form of that a day. And, and one of the negative effects of acetaminophen is a lack of empathy. Hmm. So that's, you know, that's what, five perc- a fifth of the United States is taking anti-empathy medicine. Mm -hmm. also so lack of empathy and what's the other problem we have in america aggression so all all of your anti-cholesterol meds um your 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 statins dissolve the, the, the 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 boundary on the myelin she's in the brain and and so it makes the brain much more sensitive we need cholesterol this whole cholesterol thing is is mostly a myth there's very little substantial research that says cholesterol is a problem and in fact Cholesterol is a precursor to most of our sex hormones and all the hormones that help us to be happy. We need cholesterol. And I, I just saw a study the other day that said the countries that eat some old butter are, are, are the happiest countries in the world. <laughs> it's, it's funny, you know. So, so anyway, w- th- there's a lot of myths that have been uh, either undeliberately or deliberately put out to the American public. And we need to really think what we're doing look more deeply. So, so, so those are some simple things. Mm-hmm. Be happy. Have fun. Enjoy your life. Let go of guilt. Realize you're lovable. Realize you're going to heaven. Life can be good. Don't believe anything other than that. Okay. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty
0: pretty strong order there, a pretty strong situation. Our listeners, we got another few minutes before our next guest comes, so please feel free to give us a call. Talk to our medical intuitive, Peter Fairfield. In fact, we might actually, you know, we might want to do, Peter. I don't know that you'll want to do it, but we might want to have a medical intuitive program specifically that we announce in advance, and so sure. so a person could do a, we could have a call-in thing where the med- the medical intuitive will be available on such a, you, sure. know, one, you know, one show or another, so that, because I think for, and listeners let us, by the way, if you're interested in having uh, Peter be your medical intuitive on, on the air here in an upcoming show, please send me an email at ksvyhealth at gmail, again, ksvyhealth at gmail, if you want to be on the announcement list of when the medical intuitive will be back with us again, since we didn't have time for it today, so we were just sort of this is a welcome home Peter kind of program. But
1: the medical intuitive guy can show up another another day. And so, I'm also a doctor of Oriental medicine. I just I just use the medical intuitive part that just to kind of participate per, per, <laughs> <persis>, to help. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that Word wasn't coming out. Come on, to to, to to help me kind of see a deeper view of what's going on. Sure, sure, and. I mean
0: and and when you know following on to like uh, what, what's her name the famous woman
1: now I'm speaking of having
0: anyway there's there's a well, there was that famous woman who was the famous medical intuitive
1: um, Oh yeah I uh, uh, I I was actually validated by Norm Sheely, the same guy yeah, that validated yeah, her. yeah 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 uh what well, what
0: was her what's her name again Oh yeah her her <laughs> Anyway yeah it, it, wonderful teacher though Yes a wonderful teacher and and uh Carolyn Mace. Carolyn Mace. That's right. Carolyn Mace. Right. Wow. What. What a. What a wonderful. When she. When she broke onto the scene, I was just so happy to hear the story that she was in, telling. In the
1: beginning and the end, she was, She went through kind of an ego phase in the middle. That was. She wasn't channeling. She was uh-huh. coming from herself. Uh-huh. But she's ended up just a great again. She uh-huh. started great, and ended up great. Yeah. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. I just. I'm so thrilled about her. So we got three more minutes. You've got a question out there for Peter or me or anybody else. That's. Possible here, 707-933-9133. And um, so coming back to the, the gentleman who's coming, he's again, his, his book is called The Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. Let me just read a little something from this. There are many uh, million millionaires and billionaires, but few are fulfilled. Few live ultimate billionaire lifestyles. My aim with this book is to give you the tools for psychological, physical, and spiritual transformation. These tools, in turn, will enable you to lead a billionaire lifestyle, one in which all of your soul's desires are met. You will become happy. Well, that's a great promise. I mean, that's let's ho- hope we can deliver. By this definition, being a billionaire is not just about money, it's a metaphor for living a meaningful, spiritually fulfilling, happy life that in turn removes the barriers from allowing the creator to bring you whatever you desire in life, whether it's money or other rewards. Vital Transformation was founded in 2016. That's that's the name of his website, Vital Transformation. Was formed in 2016 after decades of devotion to Kabbalah and two lifetimes of spirituality. It is a platform for various spiritual experiences and tools which help people better understand themselves and their purpose in life. Our seminars are all for individuals, for beginner to advanced, seeking knowledge, spiritual growth. Anyway, that's a a very interesting website. I urge people who are interested in this topic at all to go to the website, and here's our guest. Welcome to Health Matters. Thank you for joining us.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Well, we just were talking about the laughing billionaire and about how to become rich and happy just as your, is your publicist held me, held my feet to the fire to, to do that. So we just did that. So maybe, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm just showing up. I'm doing my part, you know? Uh, so, so anyway, I did go to your website and I did look at some of your stuff. This is a brand new book, by the way, it just, it says on Amazon, it just came out February the 19th. So yeah. we, we, we haven't even had a chance to, uh, you know, uh, see any kind of feedback to it, but I guess it will be, it, it will it will happen, I'm sure. So Hopefully, yes. now you are. are you, it also lists you as an acupuncturist. Now tell me, is that tell me a little bit about that? Are you in fact an acupuncturist?
2: I'm a healer. People call me healer. I use acupuncture as the as, as a method, as a, uh, I see. As a secret method, uh, but it's not my specialty. So I see. I do but this. but.
0: But but you are a, but you are a practicing but you have been a practicing acupuncturist to some extent.
2: Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly. but okay. it's not it's not what I put on my front page.
0: I understand. I understand. Well, um, so you you're really offering us a, a big a big menu of stuff, and and you're telling us there's a, there's there's a lot of potential for us to have a, a good life. So maybe you could kind of give us a synopsis if you would just a kind of the elevator speech for the the billionaires uh um, the, the 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 billionaires book that, tell us about what that is and I mean I I've already read some of the sort of the promo part but go go a little further than that if you would No
2: problem. No problem. First, I mean the, the name of the book is the uh uh laughing billionaire right. to become rich and happy. Right. And uh, you know what I believe that the the goal of every individual eventually is to be happy. You know, once you're happy everything else starts working out. Uh-huh. And uh the billionaire lifestyle is not necessarily that you have uh, just money in the bank because a lot of people who have the money in the bank are not necessarily happy, right. and the one who's happy is sometimes not motivated to have money in the bank, and then they become unhappy. Right. So it's basically like a catch-22. So the first chapter of the book is talking about uh, building our desire. And the building of our desires can come from two aspects. The one aspect is because I don't have something, and that's why I'm reaching and searching and looking And that type of uh, motivation eventually um, not taking us to places where we need to go. It's not a billionaire lifestyle, as I call it in the book. The second type is I want to desire things because they're there. Meaning if you look at the universe from a point of abundance and fulfillment, there is so much more out there for you. And all what you have to do is awakening that desire from within so you will be able to connect to that fulfillment. So one aspect is to fulfill ourselves by basically because I don't have. Second is to fulfill myself because there is so much more that the universe want to give me. If that was clear.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so, so you you do kind of as I, I I sort of wandered around your website a little bit to just sort of try to get a flavor of what you're talking about and. You, of course, we don't know each other, but I am—I am an acupuncturist, and I was a. Oh, es- no, wonderful! And I was an es- so example, I was an. Es- so es- that's good. Yeah, I was an Esslin <laughs> workshop leader in terms of psychological development, and but I was never wow. particularly. And I was also very much. There was a there was a, a teacher named Zalman Schachter, who was
2: Zalman yes. yeah,
0: who gave me a lot of um, interesting guidance in terms of the the Jewish spiritual tradition, which it was was a great. Privilege to to work to to be around him and to hear his teaching, but but I didn't really st- sort of stick with it. I kind of went on and myself. I went on to the the Buddhist Zen world rather than staying in the. But I but I always feel a, a, a tremendous affinity for the Jewish traditions, and so um, when I saw you were available, then I thought that was 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 a very uh, interesting thing. So coming back to the the, the sort of. The situation of the different kinds of people. One of the things you say there, there are people who want to change the world, and the people who want to change, they, and then the people who want to change themselves, and then there's the people who don't, who deny everything. And they, you say that the world really, really, basically, there's more chaos than order, and that as I read what you read, what you've said, there's more chaos than order in the world. So one of the things that we're challenged with is to somehow make order for ourselves and, or help or find order. And, and you you say the Kabbalah means receiving. So maybe you could help us, our listeners, just start with the idea of what the word, why you use the word receiving as related to the, the Kabbalah and then characterize the the different types of people as they, you know, and what their sort of situation is. But we need to take a break, actually. So I'm speaking to... Tell me how you pronounce your name, just so I get it right. Eliao, Eliao Jian.
2: Eliao Jian.
0: Eliao Jian. We're speaking with him, and we're talking about his new book, The Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. Please stay with us. We'll be back with you in just a moment. Programming for KSVY is brought to you in part by the Tina Schoen Group, located at Sotheby's International Realty, and... Hey, the results are in from our KSVY Donate in the Name of Your Favorite Show contest. The show winners are the Dance Diva, Beth Hadley, and the Sunny Afternoon Show with Tyler Malone. Thanks to all of you who voted by donating to KSVY. But don't let the fact that the contest is over keep you from supporting the Voice of the Valley. Just go to KSVY.org and click on the
1: Donate button. We'll be glad you did. This health moment is brought to you in part by Sonoma Valley Hospital.
2: One recent medical study concluded that our lifestyle choices contribute more to our state of health than do hereditary factors. In fact, lifestyle choices are the major factor in determining most people's health. This is a reminder that the decisions we make every day about diet, exercise, coping with stress, and even our communications with others have a powerful influence on our health and well-being. Let's remember to be self-aware and make good practices and healthy habits. Program.
0: Welcome back to Health Matter. Dr. Ned Hogue today is joined by Elihu Jain. I'm sure I didn't get that quite right. Elihu Jain. And he's from Los Angeles, I believe. And, yeah. and uh, we're talking about his brand new book called The Laughing Billionaire How to Become Rich and Happy. But we're also talking about the sort of the foundation, the fundamentals of what uh, this teacher offers to us. So I asked before the break, I asked. Elio Eliao is that I'll, I'll something yeah, yeah, that's good okay i I asked him to describe the kind of the different kind of situations of different people in other words, some people are looking to understand themselves, but they don't, they're trying to change the world walk us through you, you've got some definitions there about how that and so that, that help us to identify which one we are are we the in denial or are we the people who want to change the world but we don't want to change ourselves or we, or we actually realize that we have to change ourselves to change the world. So, walk us through that development, if you wouldn't mind.
2: Of course, of course. I mean, first, I don't like to uh, come from a judgment point of view, who is changing the world and who is not, who is better, who is worse. Right. Uh, we got we got to read the whole chapter, not to take just a part. Right. So, but to answer your question, so we all can be clear. Right. Uh, wherever you are in life, I mean, even if you are in a chaotic situation right now, that's the best situation you have to go through because. If the character situation is there in your life, it's for you to grow from that and take it to the next level. Now, if you want to take the leadership level, then no problem. Be a leader. But if you want to be a follower, every great leader has to be a follower in one point or another. Right. So there is no bad or good because uh, I, maybe I didn't understand you correct, but the way it was described uh, uh, might be not my well, I, so, I
0: I really meant more. I really meant more sort of levels of levels of of uh, of, of a potential awareness thing. I, I wasn't I, maybe I. Oh,
2: okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. So from that point of view, from that point of view, you know, the idea is awareness. You know, um, it's it's a very simple thing. Once you release the tension of the body consciousness, and the body consciousness has to do with the me, me, and myself. Mm -hmm. You know, then you grow into a level of the soul. Now, the soul level is divided to many, many levels. You know, as we study deep about the soul, it can take you to the highest level or the highest awareness. When you are releasing the need for the me and the survival skills and you're going into more the spiritual essence of your being. Mm -hmm. And we all have it. We just need sometimes to jump before we're ready. And sometimes some of us will have to wait until we're ready. And everybody has to take some chances. You know, you talk about you being an acupuncture. So it's like the meridian. You know, when the meridian is open, so there is a flow of the chi to your body. So, you know, if the kidney is not working uh, perfectly, you know, then we got to check the stomach as well. That's the two energy, two chi that we need to check. But from a spiritual point of view, the stomach has to do with digestive system, meaning how do you digest injustice? The kidney has to do with bravery or fear. So so in every aspect of life, the information is always the same. It doesn't matter if you go to China, Japan, or Israel. It really doesn't matter. It's all information as to match. So to start to change our life from being uh, where we are to grow to the next level, uh, for some people, it needs bravery. For some people, it needs a forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Every person got to do something, but you cannot sit there and wait for a knocking on the door. Because if <laughs> you sit there and, and you're waiting for the knocking on the door, the knocking on the door will be exactly the part of you that you want to get rid of. Mm. Because you couldn't, you couldn't get out of your house and make some change. Then you should have expectation that the one to knock on the door will be exactly you, nothing more than that. If you're going on a date and you feel lonely, you're going to meet a lonely person on a date. And you're going to end up in a lonely relationship a lot of times. The change has to take a place. And sometimes we don't want to make that change because we're scared. We have fear. We have issues. We have all the right reasons to stay victim. We have the right reason to stay miserable.com. All kinds of things that's going into our head. But once you do that jump, the reward is so great. And it doesn't necessarily mean money. It doesn't necessarily mean pride don't necessarily mean a, a fame I'm talking about a reward of discover who you really are and bring out the best part of yourself and then let me tell you my friend then there is a smile on your face now that's worth all the money in the world mm-hmm. when you are happy
0: that's the billion, that's the the billionaire smile i guess you you're probably talking about that's
2: it yeah. that's it. that's it so, laughing billionaire
0: yeah go ahead. so so yeah. So the so now going to your um, Well, going back to the notes that your publicist sent here, um, there's several uh, things that could be discussed. They'd suggest that we might want to discuss it. And and one of them is the way that people can commit to to empowering change. So uh, talk about that in terms of because... We were just talking, as you were just talking about a minute ago, there was a, there's a really, there's an urgent, or potentially an urgent necessity for, for some real change, but again, the, the, the possibility of commitment to that empowering change sometimes is, uh, is, is, the, is, the, is missing the fuel that it needs to do the work. So talk a little bit about the, the, uh, the way that people can commit to empowering change. It's a,
2: it's a beautiful question first. Thank you for that question. I mean, the empowering change, you, you got to look at yourself in the spiritual mirror, meaning look inside mm-hmm. and ask yourself, do you need a push or you can do the push? Uh-huh. For example, you know, if I, if you put in front of my eyes a creme brulee or a nice cheesecake from New York, I might need a push for somebody to take that cake away from me, you know, <laughs> right. when I. You know, I need a push. I need a mentor next to me. Some people don't need a mentor. They're strong enough to overcome, but they need to know what they need to change. There's two changes a person can do. Either get excited about doing the right thing or basically help yourself to stop yourself from doing something negative. So the life is basically looking at it like an in and young, what you're supposed to be doing and what you should be stop yourself from doing. Mm. You've got to look inside and find out Which side is the power? Are you more of a type of personality that you're always excited? It's very easy for you to do things, you know, right away. That means that the other side is not so strong, meaning to be able to stop yourself. For example, if we take a person with some addiction issue, okay, when I was working in Florida with a few facilities for rehab, Mm -hmm. you know, you see that those people are very excited. They are amazing people. But the only one little part, they love the wrong thing. What mm. is an addiction? Mm. When you love something that which is not the best thing for you. Mm. But they have love in their heart, they know how to have fun. Everything is perfect until it comes to the drugs or to the sex or to the food or to alcohol or whatever it is. Right. So they're not capable to say no to themselves. You know? But if you take other type of persona, you see people who's capable to say no to a lot of great things but they can get excited about life. That's a different type of problem. So first we need to define what group are we belong to. It's very simple to do. I mean, you just sit with yourself and you will find out Are you are the person that are more getting excited, initiating things? Then you have to be careful because your job in this life is to slow down when you're about to do what you want to do. It doesn't mean to remove your excitement but there is a certain negative thing for you that you should be able to say no to yourself, not to others. The other persona have to say yes to themselves and get more excited. was mm. that clear?
0: yes well, and of course that the the of course probably were a lot of us sort are of a mixture of those things, but of course, as you were saying that the you know there's a, a, a but but being able but just taking slowing yourself down enough just to ask the question the way you framed it of course that that simplifies the dynamic and certainly as I as you were saying that I could look inside myself and look at some of the things that I have have a hard time saying no to and and then some of the things where I'm overly enthusiastic and exactly. so so
2: exactly. It, you know, so you've got it so right, right. you've got it so right. It, for example, if you put the celery in front of me, you don't have to worry about it right. I'm not sure I'm going to touch the celery. Right. very good. You, you got the whole point. I, I just want to make it a short. Because I know you told me we don't have a lot of time, so yeah, I just want to make sure. Right. Yeah.
0: So now, you you say here that in, if, if friendship is really important to spiritual growth. Talk a little bit about that, if you would, please.
2: Of course, of course. I mean, friendship, I mean, um, again, I believe, and I think every human being believes that we are here to, to, to develop our social skills with people, whatever it is romantically, or friends, or one on one, or just go out with a group or go vacation with a group. I think just the common sense of that, just before I'm going even deep into it, it's, it's, a, it's a necessity. Mm. We live in an environment of what we, what we call global community. doesn't matter religion, color of your skin. We need to be with people, communication of humanity, talking to one another. We are synchronized with each other. You know, for example, one of the studies show that if you go to a concert, if you go to a show together with people and everybody having a good time, you know, we have something called mind waves. Our mind waves synchronize to each other. And people cannot describe what they feel, but they feel a certain high. I'm not talking about drugs high, but a certain high that the brain is connecting. We are feeling connecting to one another. Now, the necessity for friendship from a point of growth That's a different level. It's not just to meet the right people. When you meet the wrong people, the wrong people are one of the best things that help us grow. We need the wrong person in our life. We cannot just be with perfect people. Without having somebody who challenges you, without having the wrong event to take a place, you cannot go to the next level. You're stuck. So the person who is challenging you in different areas of life, it's the person that actually comes to you to help you are you willing to grow to the next level? Mm. For that reason, you know, when, since we, we were children, our parents would ask us, did you make new friends? That question is no longer exists once you get to 20. Nobody asks you, did you make new friends? Right. But we need to make an effort to make new friends, not necessarily for the sake of relationship, romantic relationship, for the sake of just connect to human beings. There right. is so much exchange. I give, they take, or, or they give an IPEC. You know, there is an exchange of energy. Right. And for for the spiritual growth, it's a necessity. It's needed for our spiritual growth to go to the next level.
0: Okay. Now, you have a website that I want to... We only need to have a couple more minutes, so I want to give, give you a chance to Great. talk about your website a little bit. And, and I really am appreciated your website a little bit that I was able to spend time with it. Now, it says there are a lot of classes. Some, it looks like some of them are free. I guess, I guess most of them are free. Oy.
2: It's all free. It's uh-huh. all free. Right. It's, uh, we build, my wife and me build a non-profit organization called uh, vitaltransformation.org, okay, which uh, is the only um, a web that gives everything, all the service for free, all the lectures. Uh-huh. And there is deep lecture, and there is more easy lecture. I always recommend to people to stop slowly. I know a lot of people like to jump in to the deep part. I mean, I don't mind it, but it's a shame because If you want to build yourself up, go slowly. Mm. Every Monday I have a live lecture on Monday, 7 p.m. LA time, 10 p.m. New York. So this is a lecture that gives you the consciousness of the week, the awareness. And and I'm creating now uh, a new 30 videos for beginners so people can be able to understand slowly, slowly the spiritual understanding of the mystical aspect of life. So it's really not a big deal to understand it. Uh, and we're very excited about it, so everybody well, it's a, can do it. By, well, it's a okay, very, by the way, excuse me. You go ahead. It's go a, ahead. It's a, you, a,
0: anyway, I just want to let our listeners know it's a beautiful generous, uh, site, and it's a beautiful, generous, warm hearted site that is. Uh, I urge all of our listeners who are all interested in this topic to go to uh, vitaltransformation.org. Eliyahu, it's been a pleasure thank to you. have you with us today, and thank, I you. thank you for your good work, you. and I thank hope that we have a chance thank to visit you. again
2: amen thank you so much for calling okay good thank day you. now thank you bye-bye. bye-bye
0: so that whoops let's see how can i get rid of that well it's gone anyway all right go away hmm. sorry about that ladies and gentlemen Anyway, I'm having trouble with the phone. Uh, anyway it's a, it is a really beautiful opportunity to go listen to any, any of the the laughing billionaire, how to become rich and happy. when I first saw that, I just went uh, but as I read and went to his website, I went, this guy has has got a beautiful generosity about him and he has a wonderful teaching of the of the world of which he speaks, and I think for people who are looking for spiritual guidance for looking people looking for companionship of the thoughts and the struggles that it takes to actually have a, uh, a, a satisfying life, I think Eliyahu has got an interesting grasp of the topic in a way that I think would benefit anyone who chose to listen. So that's uh, vitaltransformation.com. Again, his book is The Laughing Billionaire, How to Become Rich and Happy. And believe me, it's about development, it's not about the money. So it's been a pleasure to uh, spend the time with him. I was happy that Peter was kind enough to spend some time with us today. Um, I don't have contact information, but he said he's easy to find. Peter Fairfield, just like it sounds, F-A-I-R-F-I-E-L-D, Peter Fairfield, uh, is in town again, and there are lots of people who are. I'm happy that he's back, and uh, myself included. And so thank you for tuning in again uh, to Health Matters Radio. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And until next time, I bid you well.